Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Roadhouse International, and welcome to another episode of Expat Thailand. Good morning, everyone. It is, what time is it? I uh, just wrapped up another podcast, so it's like around 7.30 a.m. have another cup of coffee here, and I thought of another great subject that I think you would be interested in, especially when it comes down to real estate investing. So there are different different trends that have changed here in Thailand, especially in Bangkok, based on or because of this COVID pandemic. And it's actually not a trend just here in Bangkok or in Thailand. It's a trend that actually began early stages during the pandemic, which were people wanted to get away from high-density living and wanted to go into the suburbs, basically be away from the pandemic, be away from a lot of people. Well, I believe that that is going to continue. That trend is going to continue. If you can afford it, people are going to get away from high-density living and get into larger homes, at least further away from each other, and get into the suburbs. So what's happening here in Thailand is exactly that, especially here in Bangkok. You're noticing the wealthy Thais are selling their multi-million dollar penthouse condos, whether it's a name-branded developer, and basically spending the same amount on a large estate. So I'll give you an example. Let's say the Manor Oriental, a typical one-bedroom Manor Oriental on the Chao Praia River, and I love that property. I actually have clients that, uh, well, we got them a property. Initially, we got it for $1.5 million. It's worth closer to two now. Beautiful views of the Chao Praia River. Obviously, you get all the amenities. Great location right next door to the Icon Siam. And they have lived there for a while. And then they decided because their kids have moved because his son or their son married a Thai wife. And ties. So, guys... I just want to give you a little bit of word of advice. If you're single and you're coming here to Thailand and there's a maybe a probability that you're going to have a Thai girlfriend or even a Thai wife, they're not going to want to live in a condo. I can tell you this right now. They do not want to live in a condo. And, and, you, and you don't. I'm going to talk more about the reasons why. Uh, because when you are married to a Thai, you are, they are helping to open the doors to a Thailand that you would never experience just as a foreigner. And it makes it better. So they're not they're gonna want to move into a larger town home or to a single family detached home. Excuse me one second, let me stick a sip of my coffee here. So the trends for the affluent Thais are getting away from these condos and going to single family homes. So let's just, and again, give an example of the Manor Oriental. So let's say we sell that condo. Uh, I'm sorry, it's a two-bedroom condo because they only, they only come in two bedrooms there. Two-bedroom condo, sell for $2 million. That same $2 million, and also, by the way, that same uh, $2 million two-bedroom condo in the Manor Oriental here, the same equivalent in the Manor Oriental in Las Vegas and City Center, which has now changed names to the Astora, uh, um, Astoria is the let's see it's probably double the price between four to five million dollars so it's the name branded properties and, and estates here 
are half the price. And it's the same Western or European brand names. That's what makes and again, that's what makes Thailand such an exceptional place to live. So let's say we sell this place for $2 million. Shouldn't stay in the market too long. Then that $2 million, we could find them basically an estate. Either a killer brownstone that's four stories, about five to 7,000 square feet, or a single family detached home that can be anywhere from, let's say, 5,000 to 10,000 square feet. That's how far the money goes, especially when you're buying homes here. Homes here are such a freaking bargain compared to condos. You know, it's obviously vice versa in, let's, play, let's say, the United States. Condos are always cheaper than townhomes or houses. Not here. Houses and townhomes are cheaper than condos. Condos are the most expensive piece of real estate. But back to Thai law, obviously, you can't legally or technically own real estate under your name as a foreigner when you're buying anything outside of a condo. But there are workarounds. And that workaround is we we get you a Thai corporation and then a Thai corporation buys the single family detached home or this ultra luxury townhome. And obviously you own this LLC. So that's the workaround. But that's where everyone's going. And it's, and it's not just the foreigner or it's not just Thais, but it's also the foreigners now that live here, the expats. They want to get away from high density living and get to single family detached homes. So that is a trend. So for those of you that are fearful or hesitant to move into Thailand because you don't want to do, you don't want high density living. You don't want to live in a condo. That's fine. And actually, more power to you. I mean, there are definitely a tremendous amount of advantages of living in a condo because it's a location. You can walk to everything. BTS is like right there within a few minute walk or across the street. You have not just a few places that shop and dine. You have literally hundreds, if not thousands of places within a square one mile, two miles to shop, dine, entertain yourself. That's one of the great things about living in condo. But when it comes down to single family detached homes, large estates or townhomes, you're going to be a little bit, not necessarily off the beaten path. Large estates, yeah, you're definitely going to be off the beaten path. You definitely need a car. Most single family detached homes in the gated communities, you're going to need a car because nothing is within walking distance. I mean, some stuff are, you know, like a family mart or 7-Eleven or like a little top supermarket and like little vendors maybe, little food vendors. But if you really want to get to, you know, malls and shopping establishments and big restaurants and so forth, you're going to need a car. So that's the only disadvantage. But here's the great thing. The great thing is these homes and townhomes, especially the single-family detached estates, they aren't built in central Bangkok. They are built outside of central Bangkok because there's no room in central Bangkok and the land is too expensive. 
It's also one of the reasons why houses and townhomes are cheaper because they're built outside of, let's say, central Bangkok. So land acquisition cost is cheaper so they can pass that along to the consumer, to the new homeowners. That's a nice thing. And also, traffic isn't as busy. So if you're really intimidated in driving in Bangkok traffic, because it's kind of one of the worst in the world, but when you're living kind of like in the outskirts, it's not bad at all. I'm not talking you need to drive for like 30 minutes. I'm talking about hopping your car and driving 10 minutes, 15 minutes, no longer 30 minutes to big night markets, mega malls, shopping, dining, gas, whatever it may be. It's within 10 minutes to 30 minute drive. So it's not that far at all. And back to what I was saying about how a whole new world opens up when you have a spouse or a significant other that's Thai. So when I first came to Thailand, excuse me one second, let's take a sip of my coffee. When I first came to Thailand, obviously I'm just a foreigner. Don't own anyone. Came here, came to Bangkok, and I'm the type of guy that will just go exploring. And I have no qualms in doing that. I have no problems in going to a Michelin-rated restaurant, and you'll see me there eating alone. Uh, done that all over the world. <laughs> I'm that guy. So I was very, very limited to BTS stops, taxis, and how far my, let's just say, my communication skills are when it comes down to non-English speaking ties. So when you're limited, which is a lot, when you're limited to the MRT and to the BTS and kind of taxis, you're always going to go to places where it's easily accessible, mega malls and, and restaurants and so forth. But there's so much of Thailand that are, that's not mega malls that's not big, giant commercial eating establishments. It's more the mom and pop stuff. And that's when the whole new world opened up with my wife. Going to night markets, I've never heard of. I've never read about. I've never read about. Like the main night market that you're always going to read about is a Chaturchuk market. Chaturchuk market. That's all consumer. That's all for freaking foreigners, for tourists. But there are so many of these other night markets where... I don't see a freaking white person. I don't see another foreigner, whether it's white, Chinese, or whatever. I am the only foreigner there. And these night markets are awesome. So much fun. So many great things to eat. So much bargains. I mean, they're really, really cool. So night markets. Then restaurants. I mean, this whole other world of restaurants opened up to me for my wife. I'm like, oh my God. This is like, why don't... Why don't why is a Michelin guide here talking about this restaurant? Because they don't know about it. The food is just as good as some of these Michelin, uh, you know, rated street food restaurants like J Fi. And so, I mean, J Fi is good, but it's so freaking expensive. We have the same equivalent of of her thirty dollar uh, crab omelet that's half the price or a third of the price. Like for an example, there's this one great Chinese restaurant that my wife has been going to ever since she's a kid. We go there. Everything is literally like a quarter of the price uh, in in Vegas or in uh, L.A. 
and it's so freaking good. Like there's this one restaurant uh, that it's actually in Hua Hin. And it's very, very well known. You'll see some videos I'll post about that. And one of the videos I, I stated, and it's still true to this day, it's one of the best fucking things I've ever ate in my life. This dish that they are very well known for is basically about four to five giant prawns that's cooked in a thick Thai curry. It is the most delicious thing, one of the most delicious things that I have eaten in a long time. It is so effing freaking good. And that dish is only like, I think $8.50. That same thing, that dish, I told the owner, the owner speaks English, and you see pictures of like, her family with the royal family. I mean, it's such a well-known establishment of ties. But as foreigners, you would never know about it because it's not on the beach. You have to drive to it from Huahin. It's not that far of a drive. It's just inland from Huahin, about 10, 15 minutes. But oh my God, it is so freaking good. And I was telling the owner, I was like, how is it that, you, that Michelin guide doesn't know about your restaurant? She's like, ah, we don't need them. <laughs> But it's these type of things that you're opened up to and you're like, wow. Like there are restaurants on a child prior river that's not in Central Bangkok, but out here that is filled with ties. And it's amazing food. And it has gorgeous view of the river, the child prior. So that's one of the great benefits of living not in Central Bangkok, but on the outskirts, like in Samaprakan, the outskirts of, of Bangna. Because this is where all the luxury estates are. This is where Bangkok is growing out towards. Because central Bangkok, there's no place else to grow. Bank, like I said, Bang Na is going to be, to me, that's, that's new Bangkok. That's where all the new stuff is going to be developed. Like I said, uh, the largest mall in Asia is currently being constructed, has broken ground in Bang Na. It's going to be called the Bangkok Mall. And that's in Bang Na. And then all around that area of Bang Na and with Ikea and the another mega mall called, a, called Mega Bang Na, they have high-end condos, townhomes, and single-family detached homes. And they're a pretty good price right now, but the price is going to go up because it's all luxury. Because rich Thais are moving to this area because they're tired of driving into central Bangkok. They're tired of living in a small condo. They want space. They want a big ass freaking home. Like all, all of most of my wife's family, uh, like I said, they're, they, they own many, many gas stations. So on one side of her family, they all have big ass freaking homes in these gated communities. And these same gated communities, these homes would easily be about $750,000 and up. In Las Vegas, in California, a million dollars and up. Here, they start at $300,000. I'm talking, you are driving in this well-manicured driveway. It goes deep off the road with vegetation trees on both sides. Then you go up to this great grand gate. You have two security guards along with security guards are constantly driving through the development. As you drive through, you have these semi-modern homes um, that are anywhere from three to four bedrooms, two stories, large windows, front yard, backyard, some of them have side yards depending where they're located. And right in the smack of the center is this, is a little 
man-made lake with a giant pool, community center, uh, weight room. It's truly first-class living, starting at $300,000. That same exact thing in Vegas in, uh, what the hell is that freaking exclusive community called? It's in Summerlin, uh, just towards the end of Flamingo. God, I forget what it's called. Uh, but a William, an equivalent to a William Lyon home like that starts at about a, I would, th- I think it's about $2 million. So that's why you have such a great bargain. And now more and more ties, especially executives, want to work from home. They want to have a designated office. And also ties don't want to go to a public gym. Uh, they'd rather be in a community gym or actually have a home gym. Uh, they want to be away from high density living. So this is the new trend. And this trend has really, really been strongly being pushed forward. And the ties are really going this direction since this pandemic started about two, about two years ago, three years ago. And we ourselves, uh, we got out of condo living to do the same exact thing. Uh, because we wanted more space, we wanted more privacy. And I'll tell you, man, if you can do it, it's a better life. I I don't miss being able to walk to everything. First of all, I don't miss being a BTS. Because when you have a car, it's definitely a lot better than sharing a train with everybody else, especially during you know this whole pandemic thing. But the main thing is, is that we're not caught in that Bangkok traffic. Every single restaurant to, that I like, that we like together, they have the same exact restaurants, another branch, out here. We have the same mega malls. And then now I can't wait until the Bangkok mall is completed because we're not too far from the Bangkok mall. And that's going to be bigger than Siam Paragon, Icon Siam, Central World, way bigger than that. So we're really looking forward to that. So these are your options, folks. If you want big and you don't have, you want a bigger bang for the buck, $200,000 would be the same equivalent of a half a million dollar home, house back home. 300,000, yeah, half a million to 750, some places even a million. If you have a million dollar budget, that's equivalent to buying like a $4 million home back in the States. It's, it's great. It's really nice to have the privacy. You have great neighbors because they're all HISO neighbors, all very, very, it's exclusive. These are exclusive developments that are really geared towards wealthy ties. So you have better neighbors. And in addition to that is these homes, because they're in demand, they're going to appreciate faster than condos because there is a demand. You know, like I say many times, investing real estate here in Thailand, you have to be really, really picky and you really have to spot the trends. And a trend is going towards luxury single family homes. And if you buy a luxury, because there are, there are, you could buy a house, seriously, you could buy a house for like 100 grand. That's not luxury. And there's a whole bunch of them, but they're way further. But if your budget is closer to that half a million dollar range to a million dollar range, 
you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. And those homes would don't depreciate. They appreciate faster than condos. So I'll give you another example. So uh, a few years ago, uh, well, actually quite a few years ago, uh, one of my wife's aunts uh, said, hey, the house across the street is for sale. And she paid, I think they paid like $300,000 for their house. So the house across the street is, is I would assume, also $300,000 because it's, it's a fairly new development. I think it was only completed maybe like, I don't know, less than five years ago at the time. And she said, oh, the house across the street is for sale. And I wasn't in town, so I just had my wife go check it out with, uh, with her aunt. And it, and it was great. And uh, take a wild guess. So they bought it, and they were only in it for a year. And they decided they wanted to move to Bangna, right by the new mega mall. Because at the time, it was just an announcement. Groundbreaking just happened only a year ago. So they want to be in that area. And obviously, the same exact house in that area is going to be closer to about four fifty, maybe even five hundred thousand. So they had in the market for like a hundred thousand dollars more. And and for Thailand, that is huge appreciation. That that's a that's a very large appreciation. That house sold, I think, within sixty days. It was gone. I wasn't interested in it because I wanted a brand spanking new house that nobody's ever lived in. <laughs> so these are the trends. These are the different things that's happening here in Bangkok. And, and, and that's why, you know, there are so many things that change as I stay here. When I first came here, I'm just a foreigner. I, I wasn't married to my wife. And at that time, it was more about condos. Now, as I live my life more as a high-so Thai, and having more high-so Thai friends in that community, that's one thing that you're going to notice too, is that you, as you live in Bangkok, especially longer, you're going to have less Western friends and more Thai friends. And it's good to have more Thai friends, especially high-so Thai friends that are very, very successful because they're very well connected. Like one of my wife's friends, uh, an ex-prime minister, went to their wedding, was a guest at the wedding. Well, her dad is an, is an ex, um, the equivalent of a senator uh, here in Thailand that's been retired for a very long time. But you have these connections because Thailand, even if even it's, a, it's a big country with a, a lot of people, but the networking, when you get into this exclusive crowd, you know everybody. So especially my wife right now, one of her main clients is the Thai government. And she trains the executives and top management for a lot of these different ministry departments. Ministry, I'm not talking about religious. They, as they're calling government departments, they call them ministry. So like the Ministry of Tourism, Ministry of Finance, Ministry of Sports, Ministry of this. And she is, gonna, she is extremely well-connected. Very well connected. And actually, uh, I really hope this happens. This will be really exciting if this happens. Uh, she was approached by someone else uh, to maybe in the near future of being one of the personality trainers for Miss 
Thai universe. So that's going to be really, really exciting. And uh, she's, you know, she she's trained some of the top, top executives here in Thailand. And adding this uh, to her to her resume would just propel Empower Thailand to a whole another level. But like I said, as as you stay in Bangkok longer, if you get into the right crowd, it just behooves you to know more Thai because when you know more Thais, it makes Thailand better. It makes it so much better. And when you're living in these exclusive communities, you're going to meet more ties. You're going to meet more successful high so ties. Because I tell you one thing, in our neighborhood, in all these single family detached luxury neighborhoods, I don't see one foreigner. I don't see one white person. It's all Thai. It is all Thai. And that is a good thing. That is a very, very good thing. So Thailand, that's why I say Thailand gets better and better. Because I came here, you know, with a green thumb, not knowing what to expect, even though I'm very well-traveled, very well-versed, self-confident, and, you know, in traveling and living in different countries by myself. But having my wife just open this whole other world just makes Thailand so much better. So much better. Now I, I, I feel like a local. I get treated like a local. People always think I'm Thai Chinese. They talk, they speak to me in Thai first. Then when they realize, you know, I, I apologize. I say, I'm sorry, I don't speak Thai. They're like, oh, I thought you were Thai Chinese. I thought you were Thai. You know, they think I was Thai Chinese. I'm like, no. But it's really, really nice to be able to fit in, uh, to have a nice network of friends. And that is what makes this place home for me. And then having our families here, it's just the absolute ice in the cake. So don't be afraid, folks. Don't be afraid and don't be limited to just living in a condo. If that's what you want, then don't do it. Because you're going to get a bigger bang for the buck if you decide to buy a house. It is more complicated, but again, just a little bit more paperwork. But you know, we, we take care of all of that for our clientele. But it's certainly worth it because you get to grow into that. And if you're, and I'll give you another example. Let's say that you come from a city that's high density living. You've always lived in a condo. You always wanted a house but couldn't afford it. Well, now you can afford a house. Or let's say that you live in a house, but you always want to have a big estate. Maybe a house that's a McMansion, like 5,000 square feet, or a home right on a golf course, or a home in a very exclusive community. Well, now you can afford it. Because it's not expensive to find homes like that. And as I mentioned so many times, that less than 10% of real estate here in Thailand is really considered good investments, but all the good investments are here in Bangkok, where right now the best investment is buying ultra-luxury, single-family, detached homes, or ultra-luxury brownstones, which are townhouses. So I hope you found this to be enlightening. I hope you found this to be fun. I just wanted to let everyone know that there are a lot more options for you, not just condo life. So thank you so much for joining me. We'll see you in Thailand.